0: Welcome to the Church Basement Podcast. Today's topic is Advent wreaths and calendars. Grab a cup of coffee or tea, strap on your running shoes, or pick up your knitting needles or crochet hook and join us. I'm Pastor Amanda Zenzelow, and I serve as the pastor at Central Lutheran Church in Northeast Portland, Oregon.
1: And I'm Dawn Miller, a member here at Central and the producer of the podcast. Okay, I gotta ask this first. Uh-huh. Did you grow up with them? Not at all.
0: Really? Really.
1: Huh. Neither the day by day in December, blah da blah Mm-mm.
0: Nope. Wow. Not a part of my family's tradition, even
1: remotely. Amazing. I, growing up Catholic, uh-huh. had the wreath. Nice. I'm sure we had some 70s version of the calendar where you uh, <laughs> Velcro something to the wall or pin it to some piece of felt. But definitely the wreath. Definitely had the wreath. Definitely the wreath. And did you have it at home
0: or did you have it at church or both? Both. Mm mm-hmm. And did your family do like nightly devotions or did you only light it on Sundays? What did y'all I'm do? I'm sure they tried with
1: four <laughs> young kids. Uh-huh. But my Catholic father only got so far in such things. <laughs> so I don't remember any sort of devotions. Okay. But I do distinctly remember the purple and pink wreath
0: oh Mm -hmm. purple and pink candles purple and pink candles Uh uh-huh and did you light them or was it the oldest in the family lit them oh i was never allowed to touch those things (laughs) (laughs) that
1: was for the adults of the oldest
0: Uh, the youngest
1: it was not for me there you go probably got in on blowing them out which was
0: way more exciting for me (laughs) that's awesome Mm -hmm. but yeah no not in my household at all I had never even seen one until I went to college. Oh, that surprises me,
1: only because it was so ubiquitous everywhere when I was a kid, but then
0: Midwest. Yeah, and maybe there were calendars, but I just don't remember them mm-hmm. as a kid.
1: I remember the chocolate advent ones. Mm-hmm. It seemed like
0: you were fancy if you had those. Ooh, I recall seeing those after I was baptized, so in college. Mm-hmm. But then maybe I saw them before then. I just didn't know what they were. Mm-hmm, could be. But it seems like this is not so heavy of a tradition in other Protestant, like my family of origins, mm-hmm. church history. This is not a tradition mm-hmm. of theirs. This comes much more Lutheran and then Catholics picked it up. So
1: Well, and my parents are coming from a German Catholic ah, background. There we go.
0: There so we go. A,
1: you're getting one, if
0: not the other. So we should probably tell people, what is an Advent wreath?
1: Well, that was going to be next. We're
0: going to, let's get to when is Advent. Great question. So Advent are the four Sundays before Christmas Eve. Okay. So whenever Christmas Eve falls, because it moves around in the weeks, right? Because it's a date rather than a day. Mm -hmm. So it's not like the third Thursday of every November or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. Christmas Day is the 25th of December. And so the four Sundays prior to the 25th of December are always the four Sundays of Advent. Okay. We're recording the week after Thanksgiving. Just before Advent. Just before Advent begins. Like our first Sunday of Advent is coming up this Sunday. I think we're putting this out. We're publishing this post between the first and second Sundays of Advent. But we're headed right on into it. So basically Advent is that window of time
1: leading up to when Christmas happens. Yep. The four weeks before. And, and it's, it's always four Sundays. Essentially, what we're
0: doing is counting down. Yep. Okay. absolutely, Or counting up, depending upon how you want to look at it. Because the candles get lit, like you light one candle to start and, and then, then you light two. So it's not that we're dousing candles and counting no, down. No, you're adding. We're adding candles. So in some ways we're counting up. We're building up the anticipation. Mm. And that's what Advent is really about. Advent is about building up the anticipation for the big event that's coming on the 25th. Mm-hmm. So that's the heartbeat of Advent mm-hmm. is anticipation.
1: So the church has its own wreath, correct? Mm-hmm. And what typically are
0: you going to find on an Advent wreath? Typically you will find it'll be round. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they do them in logs, mm-hmm. but most traditional Advent wreaths are round just kind of symbolize the unending nature of God. Mm, lovely. They have evergreens on them mm-hmm. to, again, symbolize the evergreen nature, mm-hmm. everliving nature mm-hmm. of God. And then you will find four candles around the wreath. And sometimes you will find a fifth one in the center. Mm-hmm. But the most traditional only have four around the exterior ring. I remember four around the ring just because the colors. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm guessing at least later on, my mother put one in the middle only because she really likes candles.
0: (laughs) Even if it wasn't kosher
1: as far as the Catholic Church is concerned. Well, people do
0: like that center candle. Mm -hmm. A lot of modern wreaths have the candle in the middle as well.
1: Which I'm guessing is for Christmas Day. Mm -hmm. Okay. And not the, I want to light another candle, but I'm not allowed to light in the other three. (laughs) Which is what I would do
0: (laughs) because I'm terrible. (laughs) That's so funny. Yep, it's a Christmas Day candle.
1: Okay. So we hinted at it being a Lutheran thing, and then we hinted from my family being a German thing. Yes. So... I'm guessing that's where this all starts.
0: It seems like. The research shows that it came about among German Lutherans in Mm -hmm. the 16th century and then 300 years later really took off. So in the 1800s, really took off. Okay, And then it comes over to North America and becomes a popular tradition around the 1920s and 30s, kind of spiking up in the 1930s and then becoming regular practice then. And you see the Advent calendar that we mentioned Mm -hmm. about the same kind of time period. Okay. So the wreath and the calendar kind of both serve similar purposes and come from this German Lutheran tradition and then eke on over into the Catholic tradition. I think some Episcopalians use this as well. Okay. I think it came into use in liturgical traditions around that time. Mm -hmm. And there are differences in how it presents Okay. In the colors that are used?
1: Yes, because I remember my family had very different colors than Mm -hmm. my husband's Lutheran family. Right. Mm -hmm. And so
0: you've got the purple and pink version. Mm -hmm, Which is what I had. And actually, some of the Lutheran churches have purple and pink candles. Yeah. So, and then you have the blue candles. And then you have some that are white or red or whatever. Mm -hmm. But it has all kinds of different connotations. Okay. So... For Advent, the new kind of accepted color in the Lutheran Church for Advent is blue. Okay. And we talked about this... A long time ago. Like two years ago, because Mm -hmm. we've been doing this podcast for a long time now. We talked about the colors, but blue is the color of hope. It's associated with Mary and hopefulness and anticipation and joy. Mm -hmm. And so that's the color that has come to be used primarily in the ELCA for Advent. Now, however, I was baptized at an ELCA university uh-huh. back east in Pennsylvania, and we had purple and pink. Mm-hmm. So, historically, and within the Catholic tradition, the color for Advent is purple. Yep. With one salmon or pink Sunday. Oh, yes. Down to
1: my father having his Advent shirt. There you go. Which he would bust out only at Christmas time <laughs> because.
0: <laughs> it's it was not fake. a purple guy by regular use. Okay. So what that is, is when Advent served as a mini Lent. Yes. It echoes the purple of Lent. Yes. And so you have that penitential season echo happening historically. And there's the one Sunday then of the four Sundays. The third, in case you were wondering. The third Sunday that is called Gaudate Sunday. Oh, or a fancy name. Joy Sunday. Oh, okay. That's the Sunday I was baptized.
1: Aw, why don't they all get to
0: be Joy Sundays? I think that's an opportunity missed. <laughs> well, if you go with the penitential season, if you go with the looking at the penitential side mm-hmm. and taking time to you know, in Lent we give things up and mm-hmm. that sort of thing. If Advent is kind of a mini season like that, there's one Sunday where they would traditionally allow baptisms and weddings and all of that kind of stuff in the month of December. Okay. And that's joy Sunday, garate Sunday, this pink third Sunday of Advent. So that's when I was baptized Very in nice. 1997. So I have a pink baptismal candle. Oh, that's nice. I don't have one of the ones with the dove on it. I have a pink candle from the Advent wreath. That's doable. It's I pretty awesome. Yeah. It's pretty awesome. But the move away from Advent being a penitential season to being a season of hope, then we move to blue candles.
1: But solid blue. Solid blue. You don't get your blue. That day Sunday anymore.
0: Right. But each Sunday traditionally has kind of a word associated with it. Okay. And those four words are hope, peace, joy. And love. Okay. And so those four words get focused on that Sunday in Advent, and joy is still there. Okay. Gaudate Sunday, that joyful Sunday, is still present as the third Sunday of Advent. You just don't see it in the candles. Okay. Now, that being said, here at Central, our candles are white. Yes, they are. Because they're oil candles.
1: Oh. I figured there was something special with the way candles work in churches, only because you never see them burned down. <laughs> which so I kind of Some miss. magic
0: is going on in there. I
1: kind of miss.
0: Yeah. For the Advent wreath, what's fun about it, then is that well, you get... you
1: knew how close you were getting. Yeah. You get the different levels of
0: the candles because mm-hmm. the candles are melting down. And so you always know which one was the first week and the second week and the third week. Well, here's the sad week. thing.
1: I have one and we bust it out every year. Uh-huh. But there are some years I'll look at it in week three and go, ooh, I've not lit that thing yet. I think I need to slow down, slow down it, right? Exactly. I have had the same pack of
0: Advent candles for probably (laughs) 15 years. (laughs) Really? And I think the fourth Sunday candle may not have been lit yet. Oh man, it's (laughs) terrible. When I was a kid,
1: as I said, my mother loves her candles. Mm -hmm. You would barely have a nubbin left on that first one. (laughs) That's they awesome. Really get you through the actual day of Christmas. That
0: is awesome. Mm-hmm. But you can use any candles. I mean, for people out there who want to kind of consider doing this, you don't have to have a blessed candle. No, you can just. I think last year I went. They to don't th- have to match. They don't have to match. I went to the Dollar Tree. Uh huh. And I got four little stands of different kinds and four different little candles. And you can even use if you have little fingers in the house or if you have someone with a palsy in your house. Use the electric one exactly, right? Like anything to give you that moment of
1: pause and that minute to slow down. So the circle and the evergreens are a nice thought, but they are not necessary to your Advent wreath. It's all adiaphora; it's all
0: stuff that doesn't save you. Okay, it can be important, it can be good, it can be a meaningful practice, but it doesn't have any like bearing on whether your soul is saved or not. Okay, this is just an opportunity. To slow down and practice mindfulness and practice gratitude mm-hmm. and those kinds of things. And it it isn't even anything that's mandatory. It's no. just an opportunity for practice. Mm-hmm. And apparently where this came from was a teacher who was teaching school children. Oh, that makes perfect sense. Who is the kids were coming and say, Is it Christmas yet? Is it Christmas yet? Is it mm-hmm. Christmas yet? And so the original one actually had a candle for every single day. I kind of want one of those. Counting down. Exactly. You have big candles for Sundays and little candles for the days of the week, and the kids could see how Mm -hmm. close they were getting to Christmas Day. Mm -hmm. And the Advent calendar works much the same way, right? It does, because it's a daily thing. It's a daily thing. You're counting down. Kids can see their anticipation. They get to... Have that anticipation and learn what it's like to wait for things, but know how long it's going to take. Those Mm -hmm. kinds of pieces.
1: And they typically start just December 1st. I'm sure there are some out there that are actually tied year by year to the church season itself, but Mm -hmm. most of them that you see out there are going to be the 1st through the 24th. Exactly. 24 days. Mm -hmm. You didn't grow up with that either? No.
0: Not that I remember. I mean, maybe I got one or two. But they were the ones with the waxy chocolate in it. hmm As a kid, yeah. waxy
1: chocolate was still good. But See, as the youngest of four, there's no way they were buying four of those things.
0: I'm all about the salty snacks.
1: <laughs> so Fair waxy enough. chocolate ain't
0: my thing. Like if it had meat sticks in there, man, I would have been all over that. You Beef know jerky? one of those exists now. now though, right? right? hmm Yeah. Nowadays there's zillions of these countdown calendars.
1: Exactly. And these, again, if you're interested, they can be
0: anything. I think the current modern Advent calendars feel less to me like something you do as a religious thing and more of just a counting down thing. Like the Advent wreath to me feels meditative and prayerful, but I don't know that I've encountered or experienced an Advent calendar as a meditative kind of thing. It's more like, a, okay, we're still counting down the days, here we go. They seem to be moving towards stuff things. Yes. Right. As soon
1: as we got away from opening a door, seeing a specific picture or reading a little thing, then it seemed to be less about building up an anticipation
0: and more about what's my thing today. Right. And I think now that we're talking about this, I do remember seeing one and I don't remember if I saw this like on a friend's Instagram or if they had gotten the idea off of Pinterest because we know that Pinterest has a zillion of these out there, right? As Um, does Etsy. Oh, I'm Amazon. sure. I'm sure everybody. Everybody in between. <laughs> right. But the one that I remember seeing was that it was building the nativity each of the days. Oh, So sure. when the kid would go to the advent calendar and open up the box for the day, it would have another nativity character. Mm-hmm. And then you would read that part or talk about that person's role within the nativity scene. Mm-hmm. With the last one, of course, being baby Jesus, who arrives on the 25th. Sure. And so in that way, I think you could tie it to the Christian practice if you tied it in with your nativity set. We have a book form Mm
1: -hmm. that you open it and you find the day and you read the little bit about whatever the nativity story is. And then it's actually supposed to be something you can hang on a tree. Nice. So you have built up a tree and you have emptied out a book by the
0: time you get to number 24. Nice. So the devotions that I got for the church from Mm -hmm. Illustrated Children's Ministry... They also had in a larger packet, they had a family Advent calendar that looked like it had activities to do with the family as well. Oh, okay. So that each of the days there was something to do, you know, maybe it was drink hot chocolate as a family or okay. those kinds of things. But I ordered a different devotional book than that one. So we next didn't year. get that. Maybe next year. Exactly. Maybe they'll set the Advent calendar out as a separate one next year.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, this is kind of going to lead me into my last question. All right. How do you feel when non-Christians use Advent calendars? I think it's totally fine. Yeah? Even when you start getting into your Aldi wine Advent calendar? (laughs) Or is that going too far?
0: (laughs) You know, I am just so not a gatekeeper. No? I really am not. And it's not that I'm trying to be like sly, like maybe they're going to come to Jesus by buying the Aldi Advent wine calendar. Mm -hmm. Like that's not it at all. We don't have the market closed on counting down to Christmas. No. What I have more of an issue with is the pressure on people and families to buy stuff
1: Mm. at -hmm. Christmas
0: and to be busy during winter than I have an issue with someone else counting down to Christmas. Okay. That just doesn't, I'm not even going to blink an eyelash at that. It's just so not worth my energy and time. I can have a concern about the incredible pressures that are put on children to have the items that then gets passed to their parents who feel guilty if they can't get the to items for their kids. Get, yep. right? I think that that whole commodification of Christmas and the whole pressure to purchase that comes from you know, the society that we live in, I think mm-hmm. that is at odds with the message of what Christmas is about. So it's not the use of the calendar that bugs me.
1: Well, or slapping advent on anything that happens to count down. Like I've seen it advent calendars
0: for Halloween. Oh Lord. I mean, why get upset about it? Like okay. it's, it's just to no, that's totally fair. There are so many other things to be upset about in this world right now. I'm not gonna freak out for someone using the word advent in something. I will be sad. That the depth of the idea that Advent is about the anticipation of the coming of someone who is based in love for people who refuses to participate in violence and who has come to turn the world upside down, flip the power structures, destroy the people who are causing harm to others, and to create a kingdom where all have enough and no one has too much. That that message gets lost... Will get me upset. Sure. It's disappointing at, at right? least. And I'm not talking about baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like babe, everybody loves a baby Jesus mm-hmm. because baby Jesus is controllable. Mm-hmm. Right. But I'm talking about the anticipation of the human being, the countercultural Palestinian revolutionary who between the ages of 30 and 33. Oh
1: man, that, that alone right? strikes terror in the heart of so many people. Right.
0: Like that's what I'm mm-hmm. longing for an Advent is a world change, that that message gets lost, that that idea gets lost. That's something worth getting upset about. Someone getting a new pair of Harry Potter socks every day for 24 days, good on ya. Have a blast if that brings you joy in the darkness of winter. Mm -hmm. I'm so not going to care about that. I'm going to be busy trying to remind people the actual reason Mm -hmm. we celebrate Christmas is because God even bothered to come to earth at all. That's what Christmas is. God chose to become a human being and show up on this earth to experience what it's like to have heartbreak and sadness and physical pain and joy and delight and friendship and betrayal. That God showed up at all as a human being is the point of Christmas. How we anticipate it, how we get there, I really... I, you know, let's get there in a good way that meets our ethics and morals and values. Mm -hmm. But I'm just not going to take the time to get upset about somebody getting a new bottle of wine every night for 24 days. Excellent. Excellent. That's on them. Mm -hmm.
1: (laughs) Wonderful. Well, thank you, Pastor Amanda, for taking the time to help us learn a little more about Advent wreaths and calendars. I look forward to sitting down with you
0: another week on another topic. As do I. And I hope that all of you are having a blessed and lovely Advent time of anticipation this winter. We would love to hear from you. You can reach out to us by emailing us at podcast at centralportland.org. You can reach post out to your us. your
1: pictures on Facebook. Oh,
0: wouldn't that be fun yes. to see people's Advent calendars yes. or reads? I'm in. That would be awesome. If people post up on our Facebook wall, that would be fantastic. Or tag us. If you post something, just tag the church basement in your post. It would be fabulous to get to see. And until we are back in your ears again, remember, God loves you no matter what.